Hi, this is Robbie Motter. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Robbie Motter, the host of Blog Talk Radio, Diva Strategies for Success radio show that's on every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tonight our topic is going to be how to turn your passion into profits. And we have an incredible guest. Her name is Belinda Mays. She's the nation's number one no-nonsense success strategy, small business passionista, and a long-life gold digger. That's gold, G-O-A-L. She is the owner of the Success Project, a boutique coaching and consulting firm based in the Atlanta, Georgia area, where she provides the necessary tools, knowledge, and resources to aspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners so that they can begin to turn their passion into profits and get more clients to give them more money. I am just so honored to have Belinda with us tonight. So welcome, Belinda. It's so nice to have you on the show. Hi, Robbie. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. Tell me a little bit about more about the services you provide and the clients you serve. Well, uh, the name of my company, as you mentioned, is The Success Project, and that's pretty much what I'm passionate about, is success in helping women um, start and grow their small businesses. So primarily what I do is um, I I do just that. I help them get off on the right foot if they're just getting started or if they've been in business for anywhere between one to three years or sometimes even more. Um, You know, I help them grow their businesses um, by helping them to implement new strategies um, that are more profit-based instead of, you know, sometimes as a as a woman business owner, we are very passionate about the products and passionate about the services that we provide. And sometimes, you know, the profits get overlooked. So that's where I come in and kind of give them a strategy to be able to profit from their passions. So you're you're kind of like their cheerleader, right? You get them on the right track. Well, kind of like a hybrid coach consultant. I think of a, a business coach is someone that cheers you on and, and, you know, gives you the motivation. And then on the consultant side, I actually give you the nuts and bolts that you actually need in order to move forward. So depending on the needs of the client, you know, I can be in each role, one role or the other or a combination of the two. How did you get started in your business? Um, well, it kind of was birthed out of the recession. I've been self-employed since like 1997. Doing, I was doing corporate training and facilitation, and then I, um, I moved into adding commercial real estate um, to my business model. And then in 2008, 2009, you know, with the recession, both of those hit um, and kind of just fell off a cliff, like we, you know, the fiscal cliff here that we're on the brink of, and, you know, I just kind of used the tools that I had already acquired through those businesses and uh, started sharing them with other women and then started using it for myself. Um, Wow, that's great. If there was someone out there who is looking to start their own business, what is the first thing that you recommend that they do? Well, um, the first thing is I I think you need to take um, inventory of your current skills and knowledge. Because that's key. A lot of people will just say, oh, I have, you know, a hobby and I'm making a couple of hundred dollars over the weekend and I'm going to turn that into a business. Um, a hobby does not make a business. And if the business isn't making money, then, of course, you indeed have a hobby. 
So, you know, you really need to take inventory of your current skill set, um, your current knowledge as it relates to running a business and not just running the passion. And then I think once you really sit down and, and write that out, not just take inventory of it mentally, but physically write it out on paper to see what your, you know, your weaknesses and strengths are, then I think you'll be able to, to decide whether or not you do want to move forward. Um, you also need to, you know, get in your mindset that you're going to work harder for yourself than you have worked for anyone, um, right. and probably for less money. <laughs> that's, that's true. If you add up all the hours we put in. I've been self-employed since 1985, so I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. In this economy, everyone is looking to do more with less. When it comes to starting a new business, what low-cost resources do you recommend? Um, I definitely, you definitely can do a lot um, with very little, depending on what your vision is. I I tell people in this economy, of course, you need to, you know, start small if you can. Um, If you can start at home, then that's even better. Um, If you are a service provider, that's probably one of the easiest business and and most low-cost businesses that you can start um, if you have the equipment already at home. So let's just say you're starting a landscaping business. You may be able to utilize a lot of the tools that you have. If you're a graphic designer, then that doesn't really require you to go out and purchase a whole lot because you're actually using a skill. So in this economy, I just really tell people to start, and that kind of goes back to that taking inventory part where you're able to, you know, make a list of all the things that you already have. And, um, you know, I'm not a proponent of think small, but I am a proponent of start small and then work your way up. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, is there certain questions they should be asking themselves when they start that? Well, one of the biggest thing is is do you, are there people out there that want what you have to offer? I mean, because if you don't have any customers, you obviously don't have a business. So uh-huh. um, before you even go out and, and start, definitely need to do your market research um, to identify, you know, what problem your product or service is going to solve and who actually is currently buying that type of product. So just a lot uh, you know, success is all, is in the details a lot of the times, especially when you're getting started and you don't have much financial resources. You don't want to spend and waste a lot of your time um, putting together a business model that, you know, nobody's looking to buy. So definitely do the research. Okay. Um, since you primarily work with service providers, what ways have you come across to create residual income in their businesses? Um, well, there's a couple of things out there that people can can actually do. Um, if you wanted to create a, a membership site where, you know, you're going in and you're providing um, all kinds of, of resources to the membership site, whether it be through uh, monthly, you know, consulting or coaching calls or, you know, sort of like a, let's say if your hourly rate is, you know, I don't know, a couple hundred dollars an hour, um, you could offer just like insurance. You know, people pay every month for insurance, and they and how many times do you use it? Um, right. But you still pay, and the insurance is making a residual off of you. Some other ideas could be, you know, there's a lot of different affiliate programs where 
Um, you can become an affiliate of a complimentary product or service, or you yourself can start your own affiliate program and and have people feed into um, to your program. So there's just a couple of different ways that you know you can definitely be creative to try and create some additional income. Since, um maybe some of our listeners have already taken the leap and started their businesses. What advice can you give them to begin to boost their business bottom line? You know, I, I think um, the biggest thing is a lot of times when people, you know, start a business and they may be in business for a number of years, you know, they create that business plan at the very beginning of the business and then it gets thrown in the drawer never to be looked at again. I think part of, of of your annual checkup, and at least once a year, and, and, and probably more, maybe once a quarter, I think you should get out your business plan to see if you're on target to make your financial goals or what needs to be modified. Because if you just kind of go idly by year after year, you're thinking, okay, I want to make X amount of dollars um, in my business, but you don't really have a plan to do so, then you probably won't. So I, I definitely think that people need to review their business plan and review it often and make the necessary adjustments um, in order to make sure that you're on, on target to meet your goals. What do you think one of the biggest mistakes people make when trying to start or grow their business? They They really don't plan, and not just so much a business plan, because if you're not seeking investors or... Um, going to get a bank loan, in my opinion, you don't really need that detailed business plan. And I think a lot of times when people are getting started, they start the business and then they don't do a business plan because they, you know, think it has to be 10 pages, so they just kind of wing it. So I definitely see that the mistake is a lack of planning, and especially when it comes to a business profit plan, um, I know a lot of people that have approached me about wanting to set prices for different arms of their business, but my approach is to set a business pricing uh, strategy so that, you know, you can actually see where the revenue is coming from all the various um, revenue-generating streams that you may have in your business and then see if you're on target as opposed to just saying, okay, I just need uh, to price my product a certain way and then I'm going to meet my goal or, and then there's so many other different pieces that you haven't focused on. Um, and so I think that definitely is um, a big mistake that I see a lot of um, small business owners making. It's just not proper planning. Um, I, I see that you've created a new home study course. I think that is something that's great because I'm sure that in putting it together, you gave it a lot of thought and perhaps even from what you learned in starting your business. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, um, it, the, the course is called um, Passion and, and, and Profit, and it has two different modules. You have one that's for the beginners, and then you have one that's for the builders. So if you're a beginner business owner or solopreneur and you're looking to get started um, and, and you're tired of Googling trying to figure out how to start a business, how to write a business plan, um, you know, how to find clients, where to find clients, and, and things of that nature, then that's what the the business, um, I mean, the beginner module does, is it takes you step-by-step step 
through each process um, of starting your business. And not only step-by-step, but the way that I've created it, it's a very interactive process. it's a very interactive e-course because, like, for example, if I say, um, let's now go in the, and apply for your, you know, tax ID number, I actually have the link right there. So all you have to do is click on it. It takes you directly to the page. You fill it out, and then you've completed that part of starting your business. And if the next thing that I say is, hey, let's go over here and check out the laws that's binding your state, and what you need to do with business licensing. You click that link and it takes you directly where you need to go. So it's very interactive. And if you're a builder and you're just kind of stuck in a funk, then, you know, at that point we start off the course by just doing a lot of of introspective research and seeing what the problems are. And then once you're able to identify what the problem is, then you can move forward and it has a lot of other interactive strategies in the um, builder's course as well that will help you to redesign your business plan and create a 360-degree marketing strategy, help you um, have a sales conversation. A lot of times business owners, like I said, are passionate about the product and the service, but when it comes to making the sale, you know, that's where they get stuck. So the course also teaches you how to have a non-salesy sales conversation, how to figure out what your um, prospects love language is, and it just breaks down a lot of different parts of the business process. So I'm very pleased with it, and it's got some really good reviews, and um, it's definitely something, if you're looking to cut down your research time, then the course is definitely for you because now I've compiled all of it in one place for you. So basically when they do this home study course, they can go on whenever they have time. And how long is the course, uh, what is the time frame in hours to complete the course? Um, it's actually, it's, it's, it's more so a very interactive. It's, it, I've created it in an e-book type of form. And okay. each, the beginners and the builders probably has, I think, about six modules in it. So, Let's just and then I definitely give um, action steps after you complete each module. So, at the end of module one, I give a checklist at the back, and so that you can just verify that you've done all of the steps and advise you that don't move on, don't try and get ahead. I've put it in a specific order. You need to do all the steps in module one before you do module two. So realistically, someone who's let's say working a regular nine-to-five in the day, if they did one module um, per per day, you know, they could be finished in a week. Um, however, it, it does have a lot of intense things. So I would easily say a month, 30 days, you should be able to have started and completed and have your doors open um, and ready to go out and make your first sale within 30 days at least. And it's probably one of those good things that every time you go, you should go back to it because every time you go back through it, you pick up another key point that you might have missed in the beginning. Absolutely, and it's and it's written in. It's not written in your typical business language. It's uh-huh. written in in a very conversational form, just like I'm talking to you now. I even interject a couple of personal experiences, and often kind of go off on my own little tangent explaining a faux pas that I may have made along the way. So it's very conversational, 
you think you're reading it from a friend, you know, instead of like a hard-nosed little business book, do this, do that. Um, you know, I kind of give you the pros and cons of a lot of the different choices that you're about to make. Um, and, and you know, it's just very easy to understand. Um, if, you, if you can, you know, if you can read the English language, I think you can do it and understand it without having to figure out the, quote, business lingo, if that makes any sense. Belinda, where can they? Uh, what is the cost of this course, and where can they buy it from? Um, the course I have several different packages. Uh, the course is only a hundred and ninety-seven dollars, and oh, wow. it can be what found. A what a bargain! It is when you think about the amount of time that you're going to waste <laughs> right. trying to get all of this information on your own, and then trying to put it all together. It's a systematic approach. And they can find it on my website on BelindaMays.com. If you go spell to the name, training so, and so, spell, mm-hmm. just spell your name so that they uh, so they get it right and they can get right to your website. Okay, it's B E L I N D A M A Y S dot com. It's BelindaMays.com. And it has, it's, if you click on the training and events tab, then just below there you'll see it says home study course, and then you can choose the different modules. It's got a full description of each module, what you're going to be learning in each module, um, not only about how to start the business, but I also teach you how to, to find partners that's going to help you grow your business, um, how to set up an internship, how to outsource um, it also includes a lot of the different contracts that you'll actually need and some of the verbiage that you may want to put in your contract whenever you are hiring interns. So it's it's, it's a very, uh, like I said, interactive course. It just has a lot of value for $197. And um, there's some other packages there as well if you need a little bit more guidance that I can, um, you know, walk you through certain things. So, there's something for every pocketbook, starting from uh, the basic, just the course, for those who just need a little, need the information, all the way to those that may need a little hand-holding. Okay. So, and it's all on that section that says training on BelindaMays.com, right? Yeah, just go training and events, and then down to home study course, passion and profits, and then it'll take you to whichever module you're interested in, beginners or the builders. Do you do any uh, newsletter or anything like that that people can sign up for or anything like that? Yeah, I do. I actually have a a weekly business tip newsletter that you can actually subscribe to that's right on my home page. And I'm very a big um, proponent of free things. So, for example, like whenever you – people in the audience go to my website, you'll see that I have an opportunity for you to leave me a voicemail. And I have a lot of other freebies that I've actually put on my site. And in, once you sign up for the newsletter, you'll immediately get an ebook that's called 100 Plus uh, Free Marketing and Publicity Ideas. And it oh, just gives that. you a lot of different ideas, whether you're looking, whether you have a brick and mortar or whether you're just going to, you know, you're a freelancer, solopreneur, you will find at least one thing in there that will help you take your business to the next level. Um, That is. is. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, sometimes even though I wrote it, I still refer back to it, and I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot about that freebie. Let me go and 
um, get that. Um, I also, I know, as you know, too, being self-employed, you lose your motivation sometimes. You really kind of go through, I know I do, some mental tantrums. It's not going to work. It is going to work. I'm not, you know, all these other things. So you can also, I have a full year's worth of e-library books that you can um, sign up for uh, as well, like The Think and Grow Rich, As a Man Thinketh. There's just so many books that if you just commit Those are the best books for people to read. I still, I've read um, Think and Grow Rich a number of times, and I'm, I'm reading it again this week. I just randomly turn the pages and, and pick out something that I've highlighted to kind of get me going because I think we all need in this economy a daily positivity plan. And reading 10 pages a day is is something that anyone can do. So if you don't have any books, you can go to my Start Here on my website. There's a red tab that says Start Here. And if you click the red tab, you'll see the link to where you can subscribe to the, the 24 ebooks. You'll get them twice a month for free. Oh. You know, Belinda, I would like you to send me an email at rmoder at aol dot com of your newsletter and that tip thing, and so okay. I can send it out to all my NAFI members and, and direct them to your site because I think those are great ideas. And also, then when they're on the site, they can view see if they need any of your training modules as well. I sure will. I sure will. Um, with another. With another year just around the corner, what tips can you give us to get our 2013 off to a good start? Well, there's something that I'm doing now is um, I've recently taken over um, two different women's groups here in the Atlanta metro area, and um, I've started really incorporating a lot of business training. Um, What's the name of the group? The groups are the Atlanta Business Academy for Women. Um, and, and there's a link for that on my website as well because any we hold a lot of virtual events too. Um, we just had a virtual webinar, what was it, Tuesday, talking about how to choose or do you know your business personality. So you've got to invest in your business. I know it's, you know it's a down economy right now, but you've got to find a group where you can plug into um, and get the information that you need um, part of what I suggest that you do take, of course, at the end of the year, is you always want to look back over the year and see what didn't work, what did work, so that you can plan to move forward. And I don't recommend just okay, I just just picking a number out of the sky and say okay, I want to make X amount of dollars next year. I really suggest that you take the time to dissect whatever amount of money you want to make next year and and put a plan in place for how you're going to do it. So often we plan out what we're going to do every January, but we never plan out how we're going to do it because it's not going to come through osmosis or us praying about it and, and thinking about it. We have to take action. So what? So know exactly what it is you're going to do and how you're going to make those goals is, is my um, suggestion for 2013. Oh wow, that's great! You know, I noticed. I know on your website you have a section called "My Story." Tell us a mm-hmm. little bit about it. Tell us a little bit yeah. about your story. <laughs> well, my story just kind of breaks down. Um, you know how I got started in entrepreneurship, which I mentioned at the beginning of the call of. Uh, 
you know, back in 1997 that my daughter was born and, you know, the company I was working for was moving to Las Vegas and I wasn't um, wanting to move to Las Vegas. So once again, I found myself having to, you know, reinvent myself and just kind of takes you through some of the trials and tribulations that I've gone through um, in order to kind of be Belinda Mays. And, you know, even though things haven't always worked out the way that I would like for them to, they always work out the way they're supposed to. And right. when I reflect when I reflect back on my story and, you know, you start to think, gosh, that didn't work out. But it, it's, it's good that it didn't work out, um, that, you know, it's taught me patience, it's built my character. And I think that's what everybody's story does if you really take time to even – Reflect on your own story. You know, there's lessons in everything. Absolutely. Uh, how did you get the idea to put together your training manual? Um, because it, I just kept getting so many different questions about how do I do this? How do I do that? Where do I go for this? Where do I go for that? And I just started to said, you know what? I'm gonna put, I'm gonna just excuse me, vomit my brain. <laughs> And I'm just going to put all of this down in a format that I think would be very easy for people to understand, to follow along with. It's, it's sort of like a guided tour for business. Now, it doesn't tell you everything that you need to know, of course, but it does get you off on the right foot of what you need to do, what you need to be thinking about. And just my the mere frustration of hearing so many women talk about how much time they spent going to seminars but not really getting what they needed or Googling and seeing thousands or more responses come up for how do you write a business plan or, you know, how do you find clients, two million responses, all kinds of articles. So I kind of put together things that have worked for me and that has worked for others, and um, that was that's how it came about, passion and profits. How to turn oh, your passion it. into profit. Mm-hmm. I love it. Do you find that a lot of times one of the key problems is people, like you say, go to all these places and they get all these business cards, but then they they fall down in the follow-up or having a system where they keep track of who they met and, and what maybe how they can work together or, and things like that. Absolutely. I call that doing random acts of networking. You know, you go to every single networking event that you're invited to. You go in and you pass out all your business cards. You get a whole lot of business cards. And then when you get home, you're like, I didn't meet anybody. And I and I say that because, you know, that networking event wasn't for you. So once you identify who your target audience is, then that's going to help you to cut back on going out to every single event. You know, some people say, well, it's all in who you know. Yes, it is in who you know, but if you have an opportunity to go and be in a room where 90% of the people are truly your prospects, or would you rather go into a room where 25% are truly your prospects and the other 75 is you're just trying to, you know, get to know somebody. So yeah, that is my advice. Yeah, another thing that I also noticed is, you know, as I you know, I run uh, two NAFI networks and I'm involved with NAFI uh, globally. And so I, I get to meet a lot of people. I probably meet about 10,000 women a year. But one of the things I also note is that women, number one, you know, there's a big push on to get your 
your um uh, you know your little 30 second or 60 seconds down pat and women are doing better at that but one of the things that i see is that when they get up there they think that when they say whatever they say everybody knows what they need and want and i always say that they need to add one more thing to their intro and that is at the end after they say what they do and uh and what business they're in they need to say and how you can help me is and in order to get to that point they need to sit down, like you say, in the beginning and figure out what business they're in and what it is they really want to need, and they need to put, you know, it's the power is in the asking. Mm-hmm. And women have a tough time asking. Are you seeing that as well? Absolutely. Um, you know, I definitely advise uh, the women that that I run into is you, you – you cannot, you know, men, you know, they get up and they just ask for what they want, but we're we're like, oh, you know, I don't know, that's so much. I mean, but then you complain about not making enough money in your business. Um, yeah. I really believe the power is in the numbers. If you charge, let's just say you charge $50 an hour, and, and to some women they may think, well, gosh, that's a whole lot, but if you start breaking down, $50 an hour for everything that you're doing and, and you're giving them a report after that, after the meeting, and then you're doing a follow-up call and then you're doing research, you're probably making about $4 an hour or less. Right, right. So you, well, you know, definitely need mm-hmm. – we're, we're getting down to about 30 seconds. So what would you like to leave as a closing statement and your website again, Belinda? It's been a wonderful half hour. My closing statement is, ladies, get up, get going, and get there. And you can learn more about me and what I do at BelindaMays.com. Well, Belinda, it was incredibly great to have you on the show, and and I'm honored to meet you. And I want to learn more about the group you're with because, you know, I always love looking at other groups. And I wish you great success. And be sure to send me that email so I can get it out to everybody, okay? I sure will. I'll do that um, first thing. When I come back from this next appointment, <laughs> I'll I'll be right on it. Okay, darling. Uh, we've been listening to Belinda Mays, who was incredible tonight, and our topic was how to turn your passion into profits. My name is Robbie Motter, and I am the host of Give Us Strategies for Success. So until next week, have a wonderful week, and do what, what uh, Belinda said. Get started and get going. Bye now.